0: Hi, this is the MA podcast. Today, we will talk about the last focus of the financial due diligence, which is debt and debt-like items. So in the previous podcast, we talked about the quality of earnings and we talked about the net working capital. And now, today, right now, we, are, we will talk about the debt and debt like items. So, what are debt and debt like items? So, basically, they are certain liabilities that the target company has to pay in the future. For example, we have deferred revenue, we have extended payables, or some on balance sheet pension obligations. So, why you, do people care about debt-and-debt-like that that items? Because it is very important because it is a source of negotiation with the seller. And it, it also highlights additional cash flows that impact clients' model. And lastly, because in the purchase agreements, we include a definition of in that needs, so we want to remove that from the calculation. Yeah, so that is why, why that debt and that like items. Uh, people may think, what are some common types of that like items? And what is the consider? What is the consideration we need to think about? debt and debt-like items in financial due diligence. So there are four common types of debt-like considerations. Number one, it is adjustments of reported debts. And number two, it is obligation to pay cash with no additional benefit. And number three, it is the the obligation that may not result in cash outflows during the client's investment horizon, and number four, it is commitments and contingencies so firstly, about the adjustments to reported debts. so there are some considerations within this category this category, for example uh, the com- the target company may have uh, prepayment penalties. They need to prepay something as a penalty that they have to pay. Or they can have some accrued interest. Or they may have a capital lease obligations that they need to that they need to do, they need to pay in the future. Or maybe they have some trapped cash or foreign cash that they cannot Take it out. And number two, there are some obligations to pay cash with no additional benefit. We can imagine that the target company may have some litigations or some environmental claims that they will potentially have to pay in the future. Or the, the target company may have to pay for transaction related costs or they have some deferred compensation that they need to pay after the acquisition. And number three, when we talk about the obligations that may not result in cash outflows during client's investment horizon, so they may be unfunded pension or, and post-retirement that the target company have to pay Or maybe there are some contingent liabilities such as tax and tax exposure, or there there are uh, deferred revenues. And lastly, about commitments and contingencies, we, we can imagine that the company may use a lot of operating lease and they have obligations to pay for those operating lease. Or they may have the minimum purchase agreement that they, they need to they need to do, they need to fulfill the agreement. Yes, so those are examples of uh that and that debt like items in financial due diligence process. Um there are, some, there are some adjustments for debt-wide items. And uh, typically, we may want to add additional liabilities in the net debt, including uh, you know pension obligations. We need to add it back. Or we may need to add the deferred compensation liabilities, including both short-term and long-term. We need to add it back to the debt and debt-like items, or we may want to add back the restructuring liabilities uh, to the number debt. Yes, so it is on for now. It is on about the debt and debt-like items. So today we learned about the debt and debt-like item. What is what is uh, debt and debt-like items? and why do people care a lot about those items in the financial due diligence, and what are the common considerations about debt and debt like items, and some typical adjustments we may see in the financial due diligence report. Yes, thank you for listening.